0: hello 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 welcome to the tony daily with me tony kent it's a podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and go oh thank god for that it's not just me and i can speak to you and say that's right it is not just you it is also me so it's day 118 um i'm thinking it's going to be a little bit of a pick and mix a mixed bag um first things first the gin thank you everybody that joined in the conversation on instagram um go and have a look at tony underscore j underscore kent so i asked people to guess the contents of the bottle of um gin that my friend um made for me for my birthday and the comments is it gin Beam? is it cooking oil did you get desperate on a run Is it orange cordial? Is it cider vinegar or cat wee? Is it tizer, iron brew, the elixir for long-lasting life, whiskey? So everybody was wrong. Nobody guessed it was gin. And um, I've got to thank my friend Kate for her good humour as well. And her excellent mixing skills, because it does taste, um, I don't know, like sunshine, which is what it's called. The blend is called sunshine. Um, yeah so that was good fun and um, I was thinking looking at the number that this episode is it made me think of uh, you know when you could get different flavors of directory inquiries Um, do you remember back in the day you'd phone the operator I think it was you'd phone 100 and we used to ring up uh, when we were children say can I talk to Busby please I thought that was hilarious ringing up and asking to speak to Busby um and then because I remember ringing it and they'd say director inquiries which name please <laughs> and you know we'd muck about pretend like you know the Bart Simpson um phoning the pub saying I'm looking for Amanda surname kiss and cuddle uh so I was thinking about when we went from having just the operator to directory inquiries um, to then like the 118 numbers, 118, 118. And that then took me down a rabbit hole. This is how my brain works, okay? It took me down a rabbit hole of remembering those chat lines. And there was one that used to advertise on the telly late at night. There'd be like Tour of Duty, used to watch that James Whale show. And there would be this ad that would go, Oh, eight, nine, one, 50, 50, 50, Chat back, um, and you you could ring up to speak to people, and I did that once when I was about fifteen, I suppose. I mean, this was a precursor to chat rooms, and you would be connected to this sort of line. Where everyone's going, hello, hello, hello hi hi what's your name and then you start talking and then if you try to give out your phone number one of the moderators would jump in and say you cannot give out uh phone numbers on this line because it was costing something like 80 pence a minute and back in the day phone bill was you know it, it was big deal and you didn't know until the bill came and it would be like who has been phoning this fucking number so yeah i went down a little rabbit hole on remembering the number for chat uh so we had that and i had a request as well from a listener hello sunny um who said would you record an episode about lockdown um and i did create a lot of videos during lockdown if you go to my youtube channel just search by my name um, i recorded stay at home poetry i think i called it and um uh yeah just recorded these little poems and videos throughout lockdown to talk about various things that was going on and share poems um one of which was bin of shame which is about um what we call our recycling um box the bin of shame I'll do an episode on that specifically um but something that um Sunny put in this message was saying about how people would like turn on each other what what our experiences were during lockdown and we had this here's an experience that we had now do you remember clap for carers now we didn't clap for carers in this house and I feel no shame in saying that and what was particularly wrong during that whole lockdown period was when people said oh we're all in it together and we weren't all in it together as we have since found out because you know that people in power were doing whatever they liked and then saying well I didn't realise that I was at a party when it was blatantly a party um we were all in the pandemic, but some of us had yachts and some of us had dinghies that had a leak in. And the whole clap for carers or clap for the NHS was not sincere in many instances um, because people used it as a uh, something to beat one another up with and something to judge each other over. And so, you know, we stayed in and we didn't clap because we kind of thought, if you really value the NHS, then give them a bloody pay rise, you know, treat the workers with um, uh, some sort of, uh, I don't know if respect is the right word, but, you know, if the government really values the NHS, don't tell us to all stand on our doorsteps and clap. So you can all look at one another and go, we're clapping. Yes, we're clapping. Look at us. We've brought out pots and pans. We care more than you do. We love the NHS extra because we're making more noise. Oh, for God's sake. Um, And people did things like this. So one of my friends went to see one of her friends on the doorstep, socially distanced, within the government guidelines at the time. And uh, was having a chat to her friend and a neighbour of that friend came out and said words to the effect of, you ought to be clapping for my wife. She works for the NHS. Like, wow. Hello to you, too. How has your day been? Uh, and the problem with this gentleman was well, firstly, that he thinks that you can just tell people you don't know that they ought to clap for your spouse. Uh, Secondly, um, what he didn't know was that my friend is a palliative care nurse, so he should have been clapping for her by his logic. So I think lockdown did some weird things to many people and turned lots of people in on each other, lots of spying on the neighbours, judging of the people that live in your neighbourhood look at them not bloody clapping Um, or just clapping like you used to at school when you were a child when you can only clap with two fingers I remember that we when uh, I was at primary school and um, yeah used to see that's a two finger clap two fingers into one hand a two finger clap Um, so that's a little bit of a a lockdown flavor and um, other than that I'm going to have a little think about maybe planning out some episodes really open to you making requests. I'll share something with you and that is that I'm planning to write another book and I am looking for a book deal this time. I think I've self-published one, two, three, four books. You can go find them on Amazon. Some of you have been buying them because I've just had a an Amazon royalty payment I don't know how much it is yet I'm going to have a guess that it's one pound and three p so they send you an email to say you're going to get a payment and then you spend a week going how much is it how much is it and it's normally like one pound and three pence but regardless it means people are buying the books so thank you for that um yeah so I've done self-publishing and I have an idea for a book that I want to write which is about um, breaking cycles, family estrangement, um, and sort of finding your way. Um, as you can tell, I've thought it through in great detail, but I've definitely, I've got a fixed, i I got a, an idea in my head and I'm in the process of approaching some people to talk about how that might look. So thinking about that, as a target, may well inform how I plan some future episodes, or I might just come on here and talk about the Queen getting horses. Ah, and one last thing, cooking. I know you like my cooking, especially when it doesn't go well. I had a brief, well, not brief, it was long. Um, I decided to fix something in the house today, which was that we have a surfeit of leeks because the kids hate them and they won't eat them and we're like we can't waste them. So I went and looked for a recipe and Riverford um, had a recipe for a leek and parmesan tart and it says that it takes 25 minutes and I'm here to tell you that you cannot sweat down six large leeks finely sliced in the 10 to 15 minutes that the Riverford recipe claims that you can. It took me a whole flipping hour end to end Um, so just be warned if you think you're going to rustle up oh I'm just going to like rustle up a a leek and parmesan tart for lunch you're not going to do that because by the time it's done everyone will be so hungry they'll have already eaten and the kids will go what's in that and you say it's leeks and they go well I'm not going to eat it so I'm going to be eating leek tart for the next six days you're going to be thinking about what to do in the week ahead I'm sure if you're listening to this on the day I'm recording it I hope that If you uh, are attempting a dish that you've never cooked before, that it's a success. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I will be back with you tomorrow. Thank you for supporting the podcast and giving me encouragement and ideas. And if you've enjoyed this episode, give it a share. Thank you. Bye bye.